Buongiorno and welcome to the Global Podcast, where we keep you up to date on the latest trends and insights on diplomacy in international development. I'm your host, Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Techum Global Consultancy, based here in London, which produces this series. In this podcast, I sit down with thought leaders, diplomats, and experts on the field, as well as provide analysis from our own team at Pax to talk more about the need for diplomacy in international development in order to foster political will around greater social impact and good. So grab your headphones and let's get on with the show. On today's episode of the Global Podcast, we're going to dive deeper into the notion of what humanitarian diplomacy is to both define it and explain its context. Now, we're bringing this to light after a few messages from some of you, our listeners, regarding whether or not the work of Pax Tecum Global, which supports this podcast, is around, indeed, humanitarian diplomacy. So because of that, I can say that the answer is quite simple. Kind of, sort of, and it really depends. Okay, maybe not so simple, but let's break it down this way. You see, at present, the definition of humanitarian diplomacy is persuading decision makers and opinion leaders to act, at all times, in the interests of vulnerable people and with full respect for fundamental humanitarian principles. That is, these are diplomats that work with key actors in mainly conflict zones or zones of tension, including areas of intense distress, to guarantee and persuade them to safeguard the interests of vulnerable or affected populations. Whether that is working with the Sudanese government to safeguard the rights of the residents of Darfur, or engaging with the government of Bangladesh to safeguard the interests and the rights of Rohingya refugees, the role of the humanitarian diplomat is to principally work in the interest of vulnerable groups. They are the defender and the advocate, if you can say, while maintaining the trust of the chief culprit of their oppression or the key stakeholder that has the power to change the status of their oppression, as every good diplomat needs to do. But what about diplomacy in international development? Can it be actually considered humanitarian diplomacy, given the humanitarian nature of the work? Well, as defined in the previous episode, and actually most notably our first episode of the Global Podcast, diplomacy in international development is more around persuading decision makers and key stakeholders to garner political will for programs and businesses that lead to greater sustainable development and impact locally in host countries. Now, of course, there is indeed an element of humanitarianism in the sense that many of the programs one can be pushing has a holistic humanitarian approach, whether it is ensuring better health care for mothers and delivery of their children to be able to reduce maternal mortality through health programs initiated by an NGO, or ensuring food security via new technologies into a host country that can have greater sustainable development for poorer and marginalized communities. There is the humanitarian element within there in safeguarding the rights of populations, whether currently or in the future. But can diplomats in international development be humanitarian diplomats as well? In theory, yes. If we think about the role which a non-state actor diplomat can play in also safeguarding the rights of vulnerable populations through businesses and programs they represent, then yes. However, it would be out of the norm for many within the international community, particularly within international organizations. 
The traditional view of humanitarian diplomats are the ones that occupy the offices of the UN's Office for the High Commissioner of Human Rights, the most famous humanitarian diplomat of them all being the late Sergio Vera de Mello, who led the UN agency and was renowned for having brokered with the Khmer Rouge and many dubious leaders in order to ensure the protection and the rights of countless vulnerable populations throughout the world, be it for the Cambodian refugees, for the citizens of East Timor, or for Iraqis in Iraq prior to his own death in 2003. He represented the quintessential image of what a humanitarian diplomat is, or in this case, was. And it's still the image that people keep in their mind of what a humanitarian diplomat should be. Yet with the greater need for non-state actor diplomats in sustainable development, we could begin to slowly categorize them as humanitarian diplomats as we start to see the strong impact that diplomacy and international development is having in the long term to address key humanitarian challenges. Challenges such as water and hygiene, global health, or economic empowerment for marginalized communities. There's a humanitarian quality that is undeniable. And to get a better understanding of the power of diplomacy in sustainable development and its link with humanitarian issues, we're delighted to say also that Pax Techum Global's Director of Sustainable Development, Charlotte Oestermann, recently published an article with Social Values UK highlighting the specific issue, and I guarantee you it will provide a brilliant read and food for thought on the exact issue and the nature of diplomacy and international development and its humanitarian nature. We've linked the article in the description of today's episode. So as you see, diplomats in sustainable development are kind of, sort of, but not really humanitarian diplomats, or at least for now. But that's because this line of work is still new, and as it comes into its own, we'll appreciate the humanitarian nature of the work in the coming years. So stick around, we're just getting started on this. That brings us to the end of this edition of the Global Podcast. I'm Jesu Antonio Baez, director of Pax Tech and Global Consultancy, which produces this series. Please do check out our website at www.paxtechandglobal.org. That's P-A-X-T-E-C-U-M-G-L-O-B-A-L.org to discover more about our work. You can also follow this podcast and the work of PAX on both Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and of course subscribe on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Join us next week for another edition, and until next time, grazie e ci sentiamo presto. Ciao!